Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR Elite Wire online magazine podcast series, a community of specialized publicity, branding, marketing, and media professionals, as well as lifestyle and business experts that help share principles of success. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman, the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the innovative national publicity firm that is famous for creating powerful top market radio, TV, print, and online media campaigns, all with guaranteed deliverables. Our experts share their valuable insight, knowledge, and experience to help you achieve your optimal potential. We encourage listeners to share this podcast throughout their social communities to help others discover the insider strategy that can make a difference to their own success. And today's guest is Shell Horowitz for more than 40 years. He has straddled two worlds, profitability and marketing as well as transformational social and environmental change. He shows business how to thrive by fixing hunger, poverty, war, and catastrophic climate change, and shows consumers how to push businesses to do more for the world. He's even founded a movement that saved a local mountain. His 10th book is the award-winning Guerrilla Marketing to Heal the World. So, welcome, Shell. Thanks, Stacey. It's a pleasure to be with you. It's a pleasure to have you again. Tell us a little bit about yourself, of course, and how you help others combine business with solutions to social problems in the world. Well, I really look at how we can motivate change not through guilt and shame, but through enlightened self-interest, i.e. the profit motive. So for every Nike that actually changes because they feel guilty or shameful, there are many, many more companies doing just amazing things such as creating solar-powered LED lanterns to replace flammable and toxic kerosene that is addressing hunger and poverty and climate change and economic development all at once with a very sort of simple solution. So I'm great at spotting those kinds of opportunities where companies can go in maybe with an existing product and tweak it for a new market or develop something new on the basis of their core competencies and really take it to that that higher level of social good while making a, a generous profit. So it's it's the most exciting work I've ever done, Stacy, in a, a fairly long career, and it just thrills me to see how this is all beginning to come together and how business can really be used to leverage far-reaching social change. Now, Shell, you mentioned this a little bit. The people get out there and they may have great uh, intentions, although they might be motivated by things that. Uh, aren't necessarily all that great, like guilt and shame. So is that what people get wrong about trying to, let's say, help the world? And how do you help them get it right? Well, I I think that's what a lot of activists get wrong, and I am an activist, so I can say this, (laughs) that uh, they, they think that they've got the solution and that people who don't see the world exactly their way, there's a problem with that. And and I I think it's just much more productive to reach out across and say, okay, these are the areas we can agree on. Let's see where we can expand the conversation from there. It's just a much more positive way of of getting the agenda done. And uh, uh, there's there's just incredible talent out there. There's a flowering of technology. We have solutions that are possible now that simply weren't possible before. Uh, Another technology I love is the idea of bringing apartment dwellers fresh vegetables by letting them have little vertical gardens in a corner of their apartment somewhere. And this addresses food deserts. It can address 
economic development also because if they're making growing more than they need, they can start little sideline businesses selling fresh organic local vegetables to their neighbors. It just goes on and on. There are, uh, a, a lot of businesses are finding that they can create job skills programs that give them a skilled workforce and a dependable workforce in an environment where it's very hard sometimes to find enough people to hire, and at the same time taking people out of the class of unemployable and into productive members of society with stuff that looks good on a resume. And it just goes on and on and on. And you can all of these things are connected together. And there's really no reason in 2017 that we should have people in the world who don't have enough to eat or don't have a place to live or can't find a, a meaningful work. There's, we shouldn't have to put up with that. Yeah, Shell, you mentioned hiring. Now, why would someone, a company, a consumer, anyone want to hire you? Why should they hire you? And who are the type of people that do hire you? People will want to hire me because I can go in there and see the opportunities. I can see how a company that has a green product might be able to reach a non-green market with it. I can see how a company that is rooted in some industry that maybe has never been thought of as socially responsible can turn that around and really make an enormous contribution to the the life, the well-being of the community they're in or the community that they'd like to work in, while at the same time helping the bottom line. There are not a lot of people out there that do that. There are some people who do the, the green business piece of it, but there's really almost nobody doing this kind of integrated approach to social entrepreneurship that really includes addressing some of these enormous problems in ways that are good for the business, good for the community, good for the individual, and good for the planet. So I bring this fresh perspective. I, I outline a lot of this in my book, my 10th book, Guerrilla Marketing to Heal the World, which has won two awards and has only been out a, less than a year. And I also, on my website, goingbeyondsustainability.com, I have a lot of information on how some of this works. Among other things, they can watch my TED Talk there, which goes into more detail than we have time to hear. So as for who has hired me in the past to do this, well, I did a marketing plan, for example, for a conference center that happens to have been the birthplace of the safe energy movement in the United States. And the marketing plan was all about how to attract people in who would think of that as hallowed ground, as, as something almost sacred, uh, and would be just eager, thrilled to be hosting their event there. So that, that was an approach that was maybe a, a little different. Um, I had a guy come to me who had a social network for people who live in green buildings and also a property management suite for people who own or manage those buildings. And he was looking only at his local market, and I said, you have something here you could take national and international. So I worked with him on how to do that. It's, it's cool. Every project is different. I never know exactly what I'm going to be asked to do, but I always know that it's going to be something meaningful and exciting, and it's just fun you know it's it's really to, to be able to see these opportunities and open people's eyes and say wow you mean i little old me can change the world and make money at the same time people like it absolutely and of course you mentioned that you have a lot of great information on your website i'd like to remind our listeners that you can contact shell harowitz 
at goingbeyondsustainability.com. You can also connect with him on Twitter at Shell Horowitz. That's S-H-E-L-H-O-R-O-W-I-T-Z, Shell Horowitz. Or you can even reach out to him via phone, 413-586-2388-413-586-2388. That's 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States. Yes, thank you, Shell. I appreciate you uh, joining us today. Thank you, Stacey. It was fun. And this podcast is brought to you by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm, Annie Jennings PR, the creator of the Elite Wire online magazine. You can learn more about Annie Jennings at AnnieJenningsPR.com. Till next time. <laughs>